Maddie was like, she'd go over to other dudes who were like rowing 70 pound dumbbells and be like, hey, you done using that? You don't? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm up next. It was just like players, awesome. stuff like that. So, wow. That's why I first saw from Maddie. I was like, dang, this woman is like honorable. She works hard, doesn't care what people think. Wow. Within like a week of talking, Noah pops the question. He's like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, this is really fast. Yeah. And then I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yep, I'm, I'm sure. And then 24 hours later, I get this text like, hey, can we talk? And <laughs> <laughs> so I always make the joke, within the same 24 hours, Noah asked me out and then also broke up with me. But it was, it was mutual. That's about that much too. And the, the way that our culture sees love and, and romance and dating right now is far, far different. We have a story of, uh, not to call it Will Smith, but to call it Will Smith. Uh, he's okay. been in the, in the news a lot lately, right? He, yeah. He gave this story of when he was married to his first wife. He was out to dinner with her, and he had this, he had this feeling. Yeah. He realized, he came, to, he came to realize in that dinner that he wasn't supposed to be married to this woman. Hmm. And so he, he realized he was really in love with, with Jada Pinkett Smith, his now wife. Wow. And so he had a realization at dinner. He, he just left his wife that dinner, like that night. Wow. It's like he know he I didn't knew. know that. And so when you let feelings drive love, you, you get into a whole bunch of... You miss love entirely. This is Disruption. It's not live, is it? <laughs> no. Dude, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. This guy just made a sexist joke over here. Oh, gosh. I'm fired. You guys are at the bottom, man. Dude, no one here has green texts, right? No. No. We're not. Oh, we're not that crazy. If you guys think you could date if either one of you had green, if the other one had <laughs> I would not you probably would have made it that far, right? I would not <laughs> really date green It'd be text. my cross, you know, no, my, my burden. No so what are thoughts. what are your guys' red flags? <laughs> green text. text. When the text green text. text. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking color, green. Toxic. That's Toxic. disgusting. Toxic texture. Yeah. Purple text. <laughs> what? Yeah, that'd be, this is that person who, like, you send them a That's paragraph, and then they like it, and it says... Noah liked, and then it repeats yeah. the whole message. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, mm. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, my small group leader True. actually has green texts. Thinking about finding a new small group leader. <laughs> 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 yeah, my small group leader has them, so I don't have a small group anymore. <laughs> Needless to say, That's we so get rid of him. So funny. <laughs> He's not with us I anymore. I cult. Nice. Um... So yeah, basically when you guys talking to these, be like about that far away from it. Okay. Unless, 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 like some guys that come on, they have like a booming voice. <laughs> yeah, you can sit, you can, t- if you're just talking like this breath. level, you can hear pretty much. Yeah, he's got, he's got more of a booming voice. I got that and, boomer. And when I, when I, when I talk, I'm, I'm like, I'm more so relaxed with it. Yeah. You know? And I'm here. Yeah. What I, what I do is I'm Listen like, up. I'm, I'm the guy that's training to do, uh, the, uh, ASMR. ASMR. And yo- yeah, teaching yoga moves and stuff. <laughs> and he's the he's the uh, drill sergeant. He's the drill sergeant. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'll just be back here. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Is please, it loud enough? Please tell me we were recording. <laughs> Can That's you do so that? Funny. Can you do that voice the no. whole podcast? That is- oh, she's <laughs> not okay with that. And then at the end, yeah, you just like, like "That's my, it's my husband over there." <laughs> 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 we talk about biblical masculinity today. It's so funny. We are in 2023 and the roles have flipped. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Well, um, do you guys like? Are you guys in the, the whole fall? The whole fall thing, dude. I whipped out my flannel. I was about to say, dude, you <laughs> got First the flannel today for fall. this because it yeah. felt very fall like. Are you guys um pumpkin spice? Do you guys like the old pumpkin spice route? We're pumpkin spice people. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. that first, season. PSP, first season. PSP, they call only. those pumpkin spice people. It's the yeah. it's, it's the season. It is the season. It is. And you know what else? You know what else is? It's the season for Reformation Day. <laughs> and deer hunting. You were gonna say wait, that. not Halloween. <laughs> No. no surprise no. reformation day but it's also a season of dating mm. oh. ever hear of a transition <laughs> what a horrible transition no yeah so um we're talking about dating today and um we thought we'd want to have a couple on to talk about dating and what, what's cool about you guys is that you guys are pretty recently married how long have you been married for? 832 days. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Do the math. You forget that every day. Do the math. <laughs> yeah, so fresh. Pretty fresh. So you guys have been married for a little while, but also you, you're also fresh out of dating, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that, it'll bring kind of an awesome perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of your hosts. I'm Nehemiah, of course, with Josh. But we also have the Anderson family. we got Noah and Maddie Anderson. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe you guys can just kind of tell us a bit about yourselves, maybe uh, briefly about yourselves, and then one of you guys kind of explain how you guys came together, and then how we got here. Mm-hmm. Want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Go Hit ahead. It. All right, I'll start us. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Noah Anderson, um, married to Maddie Anderson, used to be Cleefish. We'll talk about that. That last name matters. Uh, as we'll talk about how we met, I was in a class with her dad, Mr. Cleefish, so... The famous math teacher at Rockford, so he's he's infamous. Okay, um, came to faith after being struck by lightning. Whoa! Kind of a Martin Luther type conversion story. Um, he shares his lightning story, so he's known for that. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. his, it's his way of masking. Yeah, I'm, I'm in school, public school, sharing <laughs> the gospel with a room full of students, and so wow. I fell in love with her dad. Um, my senior year of, of high school. Yeah, and uh, I didn't even know Maddie yet, and so we'll we'll talk more about that probably in a second. But that's yeah. kind of just how. Uh, how we met was senior high school, and mm-hmm. it's been awesome since. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah, I'm the youth director at Magnify Church, Northview Campus. So I oversee grades 5th through 12th. It wow. is a riot and chaotic, wow. and it's a lot. It's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. we have our own little child mm-hmm. with us today, 27, 6. 27. 27 on, weeks. Yeah. 27 weeks old. Yeah. Wow. That is wow. the third trimester. So. Wow. Final, final months. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. That's Thank so you. cool. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yep. Wow. So you guys met in high school. <laughs> we did. Right. Yeah. You met in high school. Um, what, how, did you, how did you guys meet? Because these are always kind of fun. Yeah. So I actually remember Noah from middle school. He had this oh. big black guy. Oh, he's probably course. the smallest kid in his grade, but he's the <laughs> toughest, roughest guy yeah, yeah. that I ever saw. And I was like, stay away from that guy. He's, <laughs> he, yeah, he brings no Meanwhile, I'm wrestling at the 85-pound weight class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we officially met senior year, his senior year, my junior year, right at the end, third mm. trimester. So just caught him okay. on his way out. Okay. <laughs> but wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's ins- that's beautiful. Saw yeah. the guy with the <laughs> the black eye. Yeah. What yeah. a what, what a way to 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 first see a little yes. bulldog like that oh, running yeah. around. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. So 
Can you guys kind of walk us through, um, since we're talking about dating, can you kind of walk us through what that process was like? Kind mm-hmm. of a, just give us a story about the highs and lows and, and what you guys have learned since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll share kind of how we met briefly and, and Maddie jump in whenever. Um, <clears throat> we met my senior year, so in a advanced conditioning workout class, which was oh, wow. Those hilarious. Were fun. So fun. Yeah. Those are awesome. Josh knows all about that. Yeah. Um, just a riot. We both knew the, the teacher really well. Almost said professor, Professor Cummings, <laughs> um, <laughs> Coach Cummings, and we just we, he would always like put Maddie and I together doing different things. And mm-hmm. she was the only girl in that class who would didn't care at all about just dripping sweat by the end of the mm-hmm. workout. Like she worked so hard. I know that sounds kind of funny, but she worked so hard. And that's kind of my first experience with Maddie was she caught my eyes like I know you're a cleefish. I know your dad's awesome. He's a believer and. Mm-hmm. I was like, this woman just doesn't care. All the, all the other girls, you know, they're like curling. And, uh-huh. and then like the coach would like, would like look away and they'd be like, they'd, you know, rest. Mm-hmm. He'd look and then they'd do it when he's looking. And <laughs> Maddie was like, she'd go over to other dudes who like rowing 70 pound dumbbells and be like, hey, you, you done using that? You done with those? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm up next. It was just like players, awesome. stuff like that. So wow. that's why I first saw from Maddie. I was like, dang, this woman is like mm. honorable. She works hard. Doesn't care what people think. And wow. So that's kind of how we met. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of got to know each other through class for a few months. And yeah. Started dating like young. I mean, we're eighteen and seventeen. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, we'll have a lot more of what not to do, yeah, than what to do. Going off our experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you guys, um, can you can you kind of walk us through some of those then? I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about how. Actually, I said this to you guys before too that uh, my grandpa had a pretty bad dad. Hmm. He's, a, he's a mean guy, and so my grandpa would always tell my dad, "Hey, I, I don't necessarily know." what to do as a good dad, but I know at least what not to do. Mm-hmm. And those are those face value might might seem like they're rough and you don't want to talk about them, but the truth is they can be the Lord can use that in extreme ways. So mm-hmm. can you kind of walk us through what, what some of those things were? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You know so when we first started to get to know each other and become friends, within like a week of talking, Noah Pops the question. He asked me to, he's like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, this is really fast. Yeah. And then I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yep, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm like, I can wait. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, we could just slow things down. But then we're like, no, let's just do this. And then 24 hours later, I get this text like, hey, can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> so I always make the joke. Within the same 24 hours, Noah asked me out and then also broke up with me. But it was it was what? mutual. So, yeah. There's your first don't, man. Yeah. Oh, There's your wow. first don't. Slow it down. Don't okay. rush it. Um, but then after that, we were able to work on our friendship and just have so much fun for hmm. months before we started oh, dating wow. again. Okay. And it was, the, it was the best thing ever. Did you guys kind of, did you kind of know? You were like, yeah. We're, yeah. Will we will? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Maddie actually scared me. She's like, one of the first times I hung out, she's like, "So, what are we gonna name the kids?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, "Don't do that." Oh, wow. <laughs> don't do that, guys. Um, she was, she was just messing with me. If you guys have a boy, can you name him Nehemiah? Dude, for me. You know what? You know what book I'm reading right now in the Bible? <laughs> don't tell me read Nehemiah. Don't I'm reading that. Nehemiah this oh, morning. Shoot, I'm reading about Nehemiah. I'm building those walls, <laughs> praying with such fervent heart. Uh, That's right. I love yeah. that name. Yeah, I had a sword in one hand and a hammer in the other. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm not arrogant. So you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. So, what what kind of advice? I wonder this too, because you guys are you guys are younger. Um, just recently married. You got to have 
some people coming up to you and asking you for dating advice. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, some of your younger friends are like, dude, I'm in the situation or going up to you. Oh, I don't know what to do with the guy. He's such an idiot. <laughs> Probably get a lot of those. Yeah. What, I guess starting with you, like what, what are some of the, the big questions do you think you get from, from people asking for advice? Yeah, I feel like the biggest one is, how do I know? Like, how do I know if he's the one, if he is going to be my husband? And it's kind of a simple answer. Like, you choose. Like, that Mm. is a choice that you make. It's not this divine, magical (laughs) feeling that you're going to be like, one day I woke up and I knew. But it's a a choice that you make day Mm. in and day out. And we learned that even in marriage. It's a choice Mm -hmm. to love (laughs) each other. Um, So when you know, when Mm. you make the choice... That's when you kind of know and are committed. And it's yeah. got to be a mutual. Both choose each other. But it's a yeah. choice of the will. Well, that's interesting. Why? I wonder why nowadays that's such a big question. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like that wasn't really a big question. Like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have way more luxuries nowadays than, than they did in the past hundred years or so. Sure. So what's, what's different? What do, you guys, what do you guys think about that? Uh, Carl Truman. Um, wrote a book on what he calls expressive individualism is kind of the culture of the air we breathe. Mm. It's a very much a, my psychological well-being is the okay. most important thing about my life. Me first. Me first. Okay. And me only. And so sure. I think that does feed into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, a hundred years ago, that's a great point. Mm. 300 years ago, you didn't have a choice. It's like, well, if Maddie grew up in the village I'm in, mm-hmm. our dads are both shoemakers. They work together. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that we get married and start a family and, and that'll it. help the fabric of society. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, that'll be, a great way to flourish. Yeah. And yeah. now we kind of have a very, indi- you know, individualistic. Yeah. Just culture that says, I need to feel this amazing thing. It needs to be this perfect story. Yeah. Um, I always, so going off that love is a choice thing. I always, um, I've quoted this twice now in a, in a teaching on love. So what is love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that agape, you hear those words yeah. around those Greek words. Yeah. I give a story of, uh, not to call it Will Smith, but to call it Will Smith. Uh, he's okay. been in the, in the news a lot lately, right? He, yeah. He gave this story of when he was married to his first wife, he was out to dinner with her and he had this, he had this feeling Yeah. that he realized he came to, he came to realize in that dinner that he wasn't supposed to be married to this woman. Hmm. And so he, he realized he was really in love with, with Jada Pinkett Smith, his now wife. Wow. And so he had a realization at dinner. He, he just left his wife that dinner, like that night. Wow. It's like, he know, he I didn't knew. know that. And so when you let feelings drive love, you, you get into a whole bunch of you miss love entirely and you miss the something um me and the guys that are in a small group well they're well let me back it up the fifth and sixth grade small group that i'm helping lead uh we're talking about how definitions of or in society or or um cultural definitions can and very often are different than biblical definitions so like hope biblical hope and worldly hope are two completely different Mm -hmm. things yeah um and i won't get too into that but but kind of same with joy um but then love right (laughs) and so love as you mentioned maddie is a choice biblical love is a choice Mm -hmm. there's no oh cupid came around and struck you with the arrow yeah uh, this is my one person. This is the one person in the whole world. Like, how crazy do you really have to be to believe that? Mm-hmm. That there is one singular person out there for you when yeah. how big is this this earth that we live on? And so it's a complete choice. And um, and we love because God loved us first. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that like we have the one word for love. So you use the same word for love for 
your wife as you do with your coffee. <laughs> That's right. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um, and as you said, uh, the Greek has four, four mm-hmm. agape, phileo, storge, and eros. Mm-hmm. Is that right? There you go. I think so. And Hebrew has four as well. I don't. I, don't, I guess it has about that much too. And and the the way that our culture sees love and, and romance and dating right now <clears throat> is far far different, even than what secular culture looked at it as you know 300 years ago mm-hmm. or even 100 years ago mm-hmm. a bit dangerous it's a bit mm-hmm. scary 100%. um what about you I'll, I'll i guess i'll ask you the same question that i asked her in in regards to what are you hearing from from the guys <laughs> i could imagine you got a couple uh <laughs> couple of spooked uh young bucks young yeah. bucks <laughs> coming in being like oh, i like this girl but i don't know what yeah, what, I. What do you think? The one I hear a lot is is what Maddie mentioned is how do I know it's the one? Hmm. And then the other thing I'll say, so I'll, I'll say two things here. That I'll answer Maddie's question, but or her uh, comment, and then I'll also say uh, I see a lot of men wondering how am I going to provide for this woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bodie Bob, <laughs> right a lot of people talk about. So yeah, yeah before <laughs> in confidence, sorry, you told me that, but yeah. that's every guy, right? You feel that I feel that still. Like I yeah. want to provide. I have a kid in the way. I want to provide. This is a big deal, and mm-hmm. so. I think Bodie Bauckham talks about the the what four P's or something. Or one of them is protector, right? provider, protector, and you have all these other ideas of what it means to be a man. I think that providing thing is like, I'm a young man. I say I'm 19, right? I married Maddie. I was 20, proposed at 19. Maddie was hardly 18, right? Yeah. (laughs) And um, just like, what's the first question her dad's asking me? How are you going to make money, man? Like, what do you, that's great. I love that you love my daughter and it's awesome, but how are you going to make sure she can, I don't know, live, like sustain, have food in the fridge? You know what I mean? (laughs) He's like, I remember you couldn't count in math for that, so are you going (laughs) to... You weren't advanced in math. I know that for free. Um, But yeah, that's that's a big one for men. I also would say with that question, as much as it's a choice to love, you are... We know God is sovereign. And so what was that quote, Maddie, from... We were were reading something last night um, from Susanna Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon's wife. Oh, well. Do you remember what that said? Yeah, Charles mentioned to Susanna... Like, hey, how are you praying for your spouse? Because they're here on this earth right now. You know, they're alive and they're mm-hmm. present. How are you praying hmm. for that future future spouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. And so he he asked he said that to who? His Susanna, he, which they weren't married at the time. So okay. that, that would be his, his yeah. wife. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And that's a that's a a beautiful concept too. Is I've heard um, Paul Washer talk about how. Uh, what everyone's getting wrong is is they're they're, they're praying for a, a wife or hmm. or, a, or a husband. Hmm. Did you guys go to that conference? The no, the Puritan conference. Yeah, the Puritan one. No, we no they, they had a they had a Q and A about that, and and someone asked, you know, I've been praying for for a wife, and and he goes into the conversation about pray. You know, everyone's praying for for a wife for a husband. You should be praying. Or you should be praying for them, not not praying that 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 you would get one, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know that they exist. Mm-hmm. You know they're out there, mm-hmm. which in fact leads me to something I was I was gonna talk about, and, and I want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, there's a lot of young people that are maybe maybe they want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. but it's not just not working out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they think, well, I'm maybe they're they're sick and tired of getting rejected, or or maybe they're sick and tired of. Um, no guys coming up to him, you know, whatever it may be. And they say, well, maybe I'm just called the singleness. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say to someone that would say that they're, that maybe at their, at that time in life that they're convinced that they're called the singleness? How, how do you test that? 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You want to go first? Yeah. I'd be happy to. Yeah, you can go. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard. There's not a lot on this, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in, this, in the scriptures, you don't see a ton of text on this. You do see Paul speak on it, First Corinthians and, and other places, but um, and maybe on widows, right? How, how mm-hmm. they should act. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I would say it does come down to an internal calling, right? You said the word called to singleness. I yeah. think it does, it's similar to like a call to ministry or a call mm-hmm. to some certain, you know, uh, thing in life. Yeah. So it really is internal. Yeah. Um, it's hard to externally judge that. Right. Right. Because right. um, it's not like necessarily you look at somebody and say, oh, yeah, you are, you are really invested in the ministry. You might, you mm-hmm. have all these giftings of, of church leadership and mm-hmm. we're going to call you to the role of a leader in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you don't judge that off somebody's life and say, all right, you're really holy and you're called to singleness. Like, yeah. Are you yeah. saying anybody who's married is not a holy man? Right? I'd get like mad if someone told me that. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you're called to singleness. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so I think it's just very internal, and it's something that the yeah. Lord just needs to give clarity on that. Okay, yeah. him in that, I think. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with singleness. I know yeah. there are so many fruitful disciples that are single that mm-hmm. have just given their lives to the ministry. Yeah. And I think there's a tension that while you're pursuing and you desire marriage, that's a great desire, mm-hmm. rest with, okay, what if I am called to singleness? And that's before I started dating Noah, that's where my heart was. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not looking to date anybody right now. If the Lord calls me overseas, I'll go overseas by myself. Yeah. Like. We need to rest in that tension of, okay, mm-hmm. if the Lord's will is to be married, how can I prepare myself to be married? Mm-hmm. If the Lord calls me to singleness, how do I respond to that calling as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because I feel, um, i got to be careful when I say, when I begin a sentence with I feel or I think. <laughs> um, but no, what it seems to me like in Scripture, uh, there are certain reasons to, to, to be single. I think perhaps... If you struggle with same-sex attraction, that's something that 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 if you if you're in the will, if you want to stay in God's will, um, I'm convinced that 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 means that you're not able to pursue a relationship with the same sex, which would imply that you're called to celibacy, right? Another one would be for for marriage. Uh, or excuse me, for for ministry, I should say. For instance, Paul. You know, he was called to singleness, and that's what he did. He was a minister, right? the mm-hmm. Apostle Paul. And and he talks. There's a famous verse too. Uh, not many of you are, you know, called called to be in a relationship. If if you are single, then count it as a, a joy, right? Um, but what I'm nervous about is that a lot of, especially a lot of a lot of young guys are using that as an excuse mm-hmm. to be single. Perhaps because mm. they've been rejected, or, or they, mm. they get off the hook, let off the hook. Because mm. of course, as you know, and as we know as young guys, is that, you know, once once you hit puberty and you go to middle school and someone tells you that you need to use deodorant for the first time, you're like, oh no, I gotta, you mean I gotta change my normal way of life? Mm-hmm. And it seems like a pretty easy out to be like, well, I guess I'll just be single then and be used for <laughs> ministry. Yeah. But then that same guy is, is pursuing a career in architecture or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So it seems like you can't just say, I'm called to be single and continue not in ministry, I guess. Is this kind of making sense? Do you guys kind of agree with, with, with where I'm going with this? I think so. You know, some, I think sometimes people use it as a bit of an out. Mm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like it. Because truth is, for a relationship, you got to work for it, right? Yeah. yeah. I could imagine that you made him work for, you know, 
you're probably just like, you can't just get me right away. You, know, you gotta actually like take me on some nice dates. You know what I mean? And, and that's hard. Yeah. And I think a lot of young guys are kind of lazy with it. And, um, out of a fear of rejection, out as of a opposed fear of reject- to, exactly. I don't, as opposed to, oh, I'm not called to be exactly to be married. It's more of a, I really want to marry, but mm-hmm. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make the first move. Maybe I'm supposed to be single yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And one of I, the greatest things that Noah gave to me was this intentional pursuit in dating. He hmm. pursued me like nobody has before. Wow. And I have a past of just not great relationships and sure. not a great experience there. But then when Noah pursued me, it was like, wow, this is this is a godly man that is hmm. pursuing the Lord, but also pursuing me. Hmm. And this feels, I just feel so loved and oh, so different. cared for. Yeah. 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 Wow. It was, yeah. Where did you learn that from? Whew. That's a good question. I don't know. It sounds a little, uh, <laughs> she's flattering me here. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, I had great godly leaders. Um, I, I had dated somebody through in, in high school as well for a long two and a half year relationship too that did learn a lot mm-hmm. in that. And so it's kind of a second thing, young dating, like 14, 15, like what, oh. do you, what about that? Mm. Um, well, I wouldn't really advise it uh, <laughs> yeah. much, but I did yeah. learn a lot of like how to die to myself in a yeah. relationship or even though I was like, I was so young, I was 15. I was yeah. just a believer. The family was super like, helpful in discipling me and mm. um but the whole time through that I'm, pastor Stu quackenbush was yeah. like constantly just like he was such a faithful pastor mm. and mm-hmm. just shepherded me mm-hmm. so well a lot of times i was in that man's office like just crying yeah you know i was like needing him to listen to me uh yeah and i got more you know just so much helpful guidance but um yeah, yeah i don't know i think i think it was just what christ working me at that moment i yeah. obviously saw a woman worthy of being pursued with yeah. all i had mm-hmm. and so yeah and so what how how long have you been a believer for? So yeah, I came to Christ. I was fifteen. Okay. Um, so that would be eight years. Eight, yeah, seven, eight years. Mm. So okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So you were? What did you say? Fifteen. Mm-hmm. So you were? You know, you had been influenced by the Spirit for three years or so, and then you're like, and, mm-hmm. and then you're able to pursue. So that's that's an interesting thing. And you had kind of brought up something that I wanted to talk about, and. Uh, it's it's one the, you guys mentioned you brought up the one question that people have and that's that's how do you know that it's the right person mm-hmm. and my question is how how do you know that you're the right person right now like you say 14 15 probably shouldn't yep <laughs> you know probably shouldn't right now yeah although there are some cultures even now where they're getting married at that age because right. that's in their culture that's you're your own family at 15 you're mm. providing for your own stuff and also biblically too you know i mean mary was what 13 when when uh 13 14 or so when when um uh she, she had conceived and given birth to christ mm. that's significantly younger than in our culture today so how do you know how do you know that that it's time for you to get going mm. yeah i'd say start with your heart and why you would want to date mm. at the age why at 14, would you want to pursue a girl? If for yeah. the, for the outcome of pursuing is to get married. Yeah. You, just in our culture, you have high school, you have middle school to mm-hmm. get through. So you have a little while until you will get married. Yeah. So I would say save yourself from stumbling blocks mm-hmm. and become really great friends with mm-hmm. great godly women. Yeah. Um, but engage would, with girls, engage yeah. with guys. Yep. And, yeah. 
we do hear stories of we have friends that met in middle school and yeah. they got married right away. Yeah. But I we just wouldn't advise young dating. Like dated since middle school. She's talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Seventh yeah. grade, got yeah. married. Right, yeah, that right, right, yeah. Rare, crazy stuff. Right, mm. rare. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So with that, I think it's important to bring up. You said hang out with guys, hang out with girls, right? Kind of mm-hmm. get used to being socially be, not being awkward not being awkward mainly dudes yeah so so with that because some would argue and me and nehemiah had a conversation mm-hmm. um oh but and you kind of mentioned it you learn a lot from dating and you learn how to treat your significant other and you learn things which is true mm-hmm. but there is an age maybe and maybe not a, a definitive age like oh you the day you turn 18 you're ready to date right. but i think it's a individual approach each person um is at different levels spiritually each person is uh, at different levels w- with maturity and all sorts of things so um before you're ready it's probably smart to grow and learn the opposite gender through just friendships and mm-hmm. maybe in the church setting yeah. or with just groups of friends and stuff, yeah. right? Before even thinking, because mm-hmm. when I was still a non-believer and I was unsaved, I thought I can't have friendships with women. Mm-hmm. I just it won't. I, I don't see it working. It can't work. Um, mm-hmm. I either view you as attractive and I want to pursue, pursue something, or I don't. And so I, I there was I was so black and white with it. But now I see the opposite, um, the other stance where you can have friendships and that can grow you yeah. before dating. Mm-hmm. There's um, one thing I heard Matt Chandler gave a sermon on, on it was on marriage, and a question was asked, like, when do you pursue? And he said, and I think I can quote it almost, I think he said, godly men should pursue godly women in friendship in hopes that it would turn into something more. It was I think it was just that. Yeah. Godly men should pursue godly women in friendship in hopes that it would become something more. So it has to start with the friendship for sure. And I wonder what's what's the time to start that? And unfortunately what I see is I see a lot of um kind of like test driving, you know? Uh I have I guess I have a problem when someone, you know, opens up their phone and I see, uh, and I'm mainly talking to guys because that's kind of where my heart's at and that's what I can speak more so to. Mm-hmm. And that's also, to be honest, where I see more of a problem in our society is with the men. Because mm-hmm. when the men start to fall, then society starts to fall. It's all over in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, you see your men acting like boys and then you see the whole thing tumbling. Um, and I even say, almost before every podcast, I say, um, uh, Today, men don't stand because men don't kneel. So I'd say a huge, huge part of our problem goes back to the men and, and the lack of leadership. And also what I see in the young men is just a lot of kind of playing around with girls. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, you open up their Instagram, they got five, six different girls that maybe they're not getting responses, but they're at least, you know, texting them or a bunch of unopened Snapchats that they're just talking to multiple girls, multiple girls. Mm-hmm. And my problem is this. And uh, I mentioned Paul Washer a couple minutes ago, but he gave a, a great illustration that imagine he, you know, you, you hunt, right? I do. So you wake up in the morning and your truck's gone and you're like, 
oh my gosh, where's my truck? And you're freaking out. It's five in the morning. One, you're supposed to go hunting. That's messed up. Two, someone stole your truck. And running around, you know, uh, the cops, you call the cops and, and everyone's looking for your truck. And then three hours later, I show up and I walk by and just kind of like throw you the keys and like, hey, I just wanted to take it out really quick. Here, here, here you go. Here's it back. You'd be so livid. You'd be mad. Like I say, I messed up your hunting trip and I messed, I stole your truck. Now, you know, you guys are going to have a baby. You know, let's say you're going to have a girl. One day, you know, say you have a girl. As a sinful... Can't name it Nehemiah then. That's, that's a you can name her Maya, dude. <laughs> hey, my middle name is Justice. You can name her... Well, no, that's pretty manly. I was thinking about the little girl's clothing store. <laughs> Never mind. Forget about it. Um, so one day you're going to have a daughter. Now, you're a wrestler. You're a tough guy. Um, I could imagine even as a, a sinful man who's not yet glorified, if a guy, a young a boy... We'll call him a boy. He's not a man. A boy meets your daughter without you without him even asking you and he just hangs out with her whenever he wants and he's just texting her and just basically using her for perhaps emotional support so, so that he can say that he's talking to a girl hopefully you know hopefully not for anything physical but even even just emotional and 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 they're just talking for a month and then on to the next you would be even more mad than you were when I took your truck hmm. Now elevate that to a divine level where you have young men texting girls and just Snapchatting them and DMing them and just, you know, walking around like kind of like looking at them a little bit or like brushing shoulders a little bit when they walk by. And then, but they're doing that to a daughter of the most high. Uh oh, now you're in trouble because cause you're just, what what's your goal in, in talking to this girl? Uh, I've, I've heard it said that one of the most dangerous things that a godly man can do is to pursue a godly woman because you're not playing with just anyone's daughter. You're playing with the king of kings' daughter, and that's a very dangerous place to be in. Mm. And so I don't know. Maybe I'm just letting off some steam right now just because <laughs> I see a lot of young guys just kind of, you know, without without any real intentions – Either maybe they're too scared or they're not willing to commit and they're just talking to the girls. Mm -hmm. That's that's scary to me. Yeah. You yeah. you brought up emotional sorry. No, go ahead. You brought up emotional support as like the reason for that. And I think that's huge. Yeah. Get to the reason of why you're doing that. Because it feels good. It feels good when yeah. you have a lot of girls wanting mm -hmm. to talk to you. It mm -hmm. feels good when you can basically at your own, you know, by your own manipulation can just oh that girl want to talk to me? I'll move on. Mm -hmm. And you just fill up your phone with, yeah, right. Get to the why, because that's yeah. A secure man mm -hmm. doesn't need that. He's yeah. secure in Christ. He knows he's loved yeah. by God Himself. He's been freed from mm -hmm. any judgment. Um, mm -hmm. His sin has been taken care of. He's um, totally secure in, in the in the hmm. ultimate way. Yeah. Um, an insecure man. I mean, you, you'll tell a lot about where somebody's security is at mm -hmm. by how they how they talk to women. Yeah, because. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, man is made for woman. You go back to Genesis, like, yeah. it was very good, right? After six days, right? God says yeah. it's very good only after he makes male and female, or, you know, man and woman. Mm -hmm. um, because, well, the woman is made for man. And so, in general, the pattern is that men would marry. Yeah. Not that singleness is um, wrong by any means, you know, but right. that's the pattern because there's this, there's this wonderful union between man and woman. We're mm -hmm. made for each other, and it's mm -hmm. supposed to be this, on all levels, amazing experience. Yeah. Um, 
hard experience because of the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why, so it's so tempting as men to go, oh, I, I'm just going to talk to much woman because I feel secure. <laughs> yeah. I feel this like really, you know, my butterflies in my tummy and mm-hmm. I, it feels good to be wanted. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, you, you're totally disrespecting and disregarding this daughter of the, the most high. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. On, uh, in first Corinthians seven, at the end of the chapter, it, it talks about, uh, I just had it. Essentially, it is not better to marry or be single, right? It's, it's depending on how you're living your life. It's just as glorifying to God, depending on what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. you're not better if you're married, you're not better if you're single. Like you said, there's nothing wrong with singleness, although woman is created for man. So it's kind of one of those paradoxes that you hold hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I kind of wanted to transition into, I put up a poll on our Instagram account mm-hmm. and asked about some questions maybe the young viewers uh, would like to talk about and discuss. And mm-hmm. we had a few replies and so i want to say thanks for those replies and and engaging and helping us come up with good questions for the uh, podcast episode so uh going into a couple of those how this one might be a little generic and maybe even kind of a blunt answer but how far is too far specifically while dating Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. I'll answer that. Blunt as you want. I'll be I'll answer that for the comfortability of my wife over there talking to three men <laughs> yeah, about yeah, how far right, it's too yeah. mm-hmm. um, I I always heard this. I thought it was it's very blunt. Uh, you shouldn't be touching anywhere there's underwear. <laughs> like yeah, there you go. Right? Like okay, that's that's a fair, very obvious yeah. answer. But it's like yeah, it's true. Oh, but it, oh, but it's so easy to go. Oh, but it's not sex. <laughs> It's not sex. But, mm-hmm. but where's the line of lust, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. And so that's, that's if you're talking about in a dating relationship, how yeah. far is too far? Well, obviously that. Yep. Um, but hugging, if there's lust in your heart, is too far, right? Like there's, there's mm-hmm. it's, it all goes back down, back down to the heart. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the, per, it's person to person, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a, to an extent. To an extent. To, an extent, right. to the line I gave very bluntly. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say mm-hmm. that. I think it's, I think it's uh, very honorable and someone says yeah i'm not kissing till marriage it's like all right yeah doesn't mean it's for everybody but it's just like right. that could be a very helpful thing and you're gonna you're gonna stay far from any alliance being mm-hmm. crossed so yeah. and yeah, i just oh. wonder why we ask that question how far is too far what's the motive of your right. heart yeah why are yeah. we why do we view it that way rather than okay how can we glorify our god as much as we can through this <laughs> yeah. relationship rather than uh, how much is yeah. too far? Mm-hmm. You know, how close can we get to this line? Mm-hmm. Rather than right. going the other way, mm-hmm. how can we make this a worshipful? How can we make our dialogue, our physicality, whether it's holding hands, whether it's a kiss? Um, how can we glorify our God in this relationship? So mm-hmm. I think there's a problem with asking that question, though. I understand why it would be asked yeah. because yeah. it's not uh, d- dating isn't black and white in the Bible. But thinking about our heart is we're supposed to come with a motive to glorify our God. Yeah, it's kind of, it goes, it's so so good to remember that we are judged on our heart's motives, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're drinking alcohol, which is by no means inherently a sin, uh, as long as you're of age where you're living, mm-hmm. um, if you're looking at it like, oh man, can I, can I get one more without mm-hmm. being drunk? Mm-hmm. Oh, one more. Then mm-hmm. it's like, 
where is your heart? Like, why are we asking the question, right? Like, yeah. how far is too far? And it's mm-hmm. it comes down to your motives. What is your heart's true desire? Um, but as you said, Maddie, I, I can see why that question would be asked mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. Um, uh, and one other question we had was, how long should we wait to marry, right? Like, or even engage, right? Um, or to propose, should I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, how long would that be? And that's probably more, again, person to person, mm-hmm. relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. Where are you at to provide financially? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of different factors with this one, but if you could give somewhat of an answer, that would be nice. Yeah. Minimum 10 years before you propose. <laughs> 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 Whoa. No, I, and then be engaged for 17 years. <laughs> if you're under 50 getting married, what are you doing? And die on you can only. <laughs> Never mind. I'll, I'll stop right there. <laughs> um, I I had a. I mean, I've heard this a lot. I had a good buddy just say, and buddy and mentor say, spend a year with her, man. Just spend a year mm-hmm. with her. Um, I don't know how. I always hear the statistic. This could be totally wrong, so don't take to start. This is just something that I have thought of. I thought it was interesting. A lot of people break up after eight months, but I've heard other studies that say, oh no, really, it's so and so months. But every eight months, you really do start to know somebody because you hit a hard spot. You hit. You know, the emotions aren't super high. You don't have butterflies anymore. Mm-hmm. That thing that Maddie used to love about me is now super annoying all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> what is that thing? Noah? Oh, no, I, nothing. nothing. Yeah, I'm not no, annoying at you, all. Yeah, theoretically. Only literally everything I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, theoretically. Not exactly. talking about yes. us, right, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you, when you hit that rough spot, you see the, you see the real person. Um, funny story here. This is funny. Uh, Maddie's dad, funny enough, said, when you really want to get to know, you know, what a woman's really like underneath, take her on a river, go canoeing on a river with her and then run her right into the bushes. <laughs> He's like, you'll find a lot out about, you know, how this woman um, responds to, to conflict, to, to pain, to hardship. Um, he's obviously joking, but um, there is something to see when you see them run into conflict. How are they going to actually respond? It's easy to be really nice and flowery and loving and, you know, self um, selfless when your mm. emotions are high and you feel good because I'm getting a lot of Maddie's giving me a lot of attention and wow. it feels so good. So he, my buddy told me, spend a year, you're going to run into some issues there and yeah. you're going to have to work out some stuff that's yeah. going to be mm-hmm. a very helpful to tool, tool to see where is this person at because yep. it's easy for me, especially it's easy yep. to put on a, a face, a, mm-hmm. a facade. So Yeah, my uh, mentor of mine says uh, four seasons. Hmm. Go through four seasons. Yeah. You know, Like you say, hmm. go on a river. Like You'll know what, what, what someone's like in... You know the all the four different seasons. Hmm. Go on a hike, go up a mountain, <laughs> literally get chased by a bear. Make it hard, you know. Make yeah. it so you're gonna see the see rob a bank together. together. Yeah, <laughs> rob a bank together. Yeah, but at the same time, we we hold the what we started off the episode kind of with is love is a choice. Yeah, and so going through those seasons, going through that year, seeing if you can continue to choose love with this person, mm-hmm. both of you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so I guess we were just talking about Instagram and how we had some um, viewers give some input on some questions. I wanted to talk a little bit about how social media affects dating. And at the same time, kind of a dual question or kind of a statement, dating isn't even a biblical concept. It's not even really a uh, a term you don't find in the Bible. So... Mm-hmm. So dating alone is kind of already like, it's kind of up in the air. 
a little bit of a gray area uh, as it is, but but I guess we will just focus on how does social media affect relationships in today's society and culture? Yeah, I think it's the culture, just the sex indulged culture that mm-hmm. affects dating. Um, it's not, it's all about sex and pleasure rather than the pursuit of marriage and family and a family mm-hmm. unit. And I think that's what's distorted is it's all about me taking <laughs> and it also separates um sex which is a good thing created by god and a person like it's now just a screen and mm-hmm. i think that has affected dating and sex and yeah. um i know you have read books on this mm. carl truman you have mm. anything else sad uh, yeah that's great um, he doesn't talk much about like social media, but it's definitely, yeah. you see that it does not help our, right. the expressive individual culture of just, I need to, it's all about me and expressing yeah. who I really am. And you yeah. tie who I am with gender. And then you prop, you just send it out to the masses on social media and then the major news networks and, um, the cultural like air we breathe is mm-hmm. very much tying who I am and my sexual expression. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's more what he would say, but yeah, it was wonderful. Wow. That's yeah. okay. So I heard, I got a comment on that too, because I've heard this little short story. Um, there is, there's a story about a old man who who wanted to, to find the most beautiful cat in the world. I just thought he wanted a nice little house Why in the cat. world would you want a cat? Yeah. Are there any beautiful cats? Actually, let's, let's, thank you. <laughs> I hate cats. Thank you. Hey, for this, thank you. For this, do you like cats? I so used no. I used to not like them, and then I kind of oh, came so around to no. it. How do you become a They're cat person? They're not bad, person? man. Just, They're not say bad. No. Just go ahead and say no for the sake of the. Yeah. I hate cats. Thank you. Me there too. We so we'll change it to dogs. We'll change it to dogs. I really do. So, I love dogs so he, too. He went out looking for the most beautiful dog in the world. Okay. All right, dogs are amazing. Exactly, and cats can be. So what? What he went out and and he he looked all over for just the perfect dog, and then. He climbed over the hill and he peeked over the hill and he, he saw hills and hills full of different dogs of different sizes and different looks. Mm-hmm. And he picked one up and he said, oh, this is the most beautiful dog in the world. And then one walked by. He's like, oh, no, that's the most beautiful dog. And then another <laughs> one walked by and he's like, which, which one is the most, which one should I pick? Yeah. And now because of these, we get access to all kinds of different wow. people. And Keeping we... options open. Exactly. And, and so you mm-hmm. see, oh, wow, that... That's mm-hmm. a different girl, or if, if if you're a lady, you're like, oh, that's a. Actually, he's got an eight pack rather than that guy who had a six pack, <laughs> and then the first guy didn't even have one. Turns out they're photoshopped in. He had a um, no pack. They call it no pack. That's right. <laughs> a two. He had a two liter. That's right. Um, oh, and goodness. so and so. Um, but do you see where I'm going with that? Is that is that we have so many options, mm-hmm. but because of that, we almost have. No. It's almost like we have no options. Yeah. And so, um, and like you said, if couple hundred years ago your dad's a cobbler my dad's a cobbler you want to get together and cobble you know, that, that's kind of <laughs> that's exactly how it went hold on a second <laughs> cobble means make shoes dude okay um but i mean no that's... idea with cobbler men until right now <laughs> dude i just like, eat cobbler bro oh, 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 um so i think cobbler makes shoes I'm sure but anyways yeah. um sure. so that's that's a thing where yeah can jamie you guys check on that, that. <laughs> yeah jamie, um, yeah, jamie yeah, owen, owen, owen can you see can you see can you let us know what a cobbler does please yeah, um but yeah so so but yeah, what i mean and, and i love i love your answer too is that it's it's over sexualized people and it's it's uh almost 
I don't know, maybe even be more dangerous for women mm-hmm. because it's now women are forced to be. <laughs> Do you have an answer? <laughs> person who mends shoes. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. That's right, son. But anyways, um, thank you. It's it's made it dangerous for for women because now women are are more forced to show more more of themselves. Um, and of course, this is this may perhaps be more so for women who who aren't believers, because then it, of course, what you have to ask next is about. Um, uh, Modesty too, mm-hmm. but basically, um, I want to switch it up. I have a question for you. Yeah, maybe a bit of a scary question that a lot of the guys are wondering. Okay, bring it on. So the question is, what are we doing wrong? What are you guys <laughs> doing wrong? That- Where? Yeah. So a lot of young guys might be wondering. You know, they they're asking a girl out. Maybe they're just not getting any any hints. I've heard the phrase "dropping the hanky." You know, it's it's up to the guy to pursue, of course, but it's up to the girl to like, you know, drop the hanky sure. and almost subtly kind of say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But you get some guys that are just not playing the game very well. They're not, you know, they're not, I mean, I guess you name it. Where, where, where do the you red see? Flags. Yeah. And so if you could, please let us into the mind of, of a woman, because I'm sure that you have these talks with your girl, your, your gal pals mm-hmm. saying, these guys are idiots. Yeah. Why won't they just do this? Yeah. So what's, what's missing? Does that, does that kind of make sense? Yeah. The magic answer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Be a millionaire. Yeah, be a millionaire. Oh. Um. With an eight pack. Yeah. Oh, don't say anything else here. Yeah. Six foot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Noah's uh, not six foot, by the way. Hey, hold on. For the viewers. Six two. Six two. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, 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 yeah right, right. Does that, does that question kind of make sense? Yeah. I don't know if I have this magical answer right. because. Oh, I guess, I mean, like, what do you think might be lacking? What might be lacking in men? Yeah. Mm. And honestly, this could be for... start, right? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> where, where do you start? start? Man. Do you have a, anyone have an idea? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Noah and I were kind of talking, like, Noah asked the question, hey, what would you tell somebody if they're, if there might be, if a guy's pursuing them, what characteristics should she be looking for? Mm-hmm. So I'll list what my answer was for that. Maybe mm-hmm. that would be helpful. Yeah, and then absolutely. you'll be, guys, you guys can be like... Yeah. Am I missing these? And then maybe uh-huh. that's your answer. Maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said... That's what we want. Okay. I said having a consistent character. So your characteristics oh. are consistent. Yeah, okay. Um, I want women to date men that are pursuing the Lord and pursuing mm-hmm. sanctification. Not that they'll be perfect. Yeah. Because um, back to the dog, there's always going to be... No one I talk about this a lot. Like, there's women prettier than I. There's men... More handsome than Watch well, it. <laughs> we talk about this. There's always going to be somebody that's better in some way uh, yeah. or some form. Yeah. So to pursue a guy, pursue back a guy that's mm-hmm. pursuing her, that is on the pursuit of sanctification. So how mm. can I be perfected in my faith? Not that he is perfect where you find him, yeah. but that he is striving to become more Christ-like. I think mm-hmm. that is so so needed. Um, and then what else did I say? I think there's one more. Yeah, I know. I'm blinking. Yeah. Mm. You said make sure they're just like Noah. Yeah, I think just you like said Noah. Like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, goodness. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think along the lines of that, though, I no, think they need to, and I was kind of going to ask, like, when are you ready to date? And there's no kind of 
blanket answer for that, but you need to be ready to lead a relationship and eventually lead a wife with like, like spiritually, you need to not only be a provider physically with those needs, but also spiritually. Mm -hmm. And you need to be that emotional support as well. And so there's a lot of areas where, um, I think both, both genders need to, um, have some form of, of spiritual maturity, uh, specifically speaking, the man who needs to lead that family, that potential mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. Uh, to Christ and and mm-hmm. in that relationship centered around Christ, right? So mm-hmm. you were kind of saying how 14, 15, probably too early yeah. with, with maturity and what we see yeah. in culture today and mm-hmm. where is your motives and the, they all kind of tie together. And I, I like how this conversation yeah. is, is kind of tying all together and, and all the questions. I remembered really my think. last point. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, he needs to see women as worthy of great mm. value, ah, a precious gem, wow. not just something to maybe maybe date. Maybe I'll date this gal. She's just mm. a gal. But to actually value her with great wow. worth. And Thank that's something that, that yeah. Noah, I, I, I knew that he valued me. He valued my thoughts. <laughs> he valued my relationship with the Lord. He encouraged me to pray. Um, he was a huge discipler in my life hmm. because he valued my spiritual health because he valued oh, wow. me. So you so. saw while you were dating him, you're like, oh, he's, we're not even married and he's already leading my heart. Yes. Yeah. In a way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a unique situation because I had just come to know the Lord before I knew Noah. So I was figuring okay. all this out, learning about the Bible, learning mm-hmm. about all this, these things. And then I, I didn't have Christian community and then I yeah. didn't have any friends, but yeah. I had Noah and he was a huge help. Hmm. Um, just teaching me what he's been learning and, okay. um, it was super fruitful and just a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun yeah. learning about our God. Wow. So those are a lot of things to look for. Um, what about boundaries? Because me and Nehemiah were talking, what's a good, or actually it was me and Alex, uh, you hear, on one hand you hear, oh, you know, the perfect first date would be go see a movie uh, together, like, Mm -hmm. and then you hear others say, no, that's not smart at all. And I think what I came up with is it's probably, again, motives of your heart, but then boundaries with, like, if you're going to be the only two in the room watching a movie with a blanket on, dangerous, very dangerous, not very wise at all. Mm -hmm. Um. But then on the other hand, uh, I guess what I'm asking is you hear certain people say certain things about first dates or or maybe different boundaries, but what are some good boundaries, general rule of thumb, mm-hmm. to maybe hold strong to and really not dance on that line? Like have strong boundaries when you're going into dating and even if you've been in a relationship for months. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say one more point yeah. about the last comment? And then we'll yeah, get yeah, back absolutely. to yeah. Um That's a great question, though. So Maddie, you heard her mention, she said, you know, there's always somebody prettier or better looking than Noah, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we don't like to say those things. And it's like, that is, mm-hmm. that's going to be your heart. You have a sinful heart. You're, when yeah. things go wrong, the temptation is go, oh, the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how, when I'm dating, how can I avoid anybody that's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. who perfect. can take me? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Right. It, take me from this reality that I'm never going to feel the grass is greener. That won't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you need to do is go, I'm going to put my love upon this person, mm-hmm. similar to what God does to us. We were just mm-hmm. at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Many of you probably know. I won't say names just for the podcast. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, but they had, we were at a wedding, and they quoted, I think it was from Numbers or Leviticus. I can't remember. I should know this. Yeah. Bible major is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it was, it was the quote from God where he says, 
I didn't choose this nation because you were many in number or you were great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I chose you because you were tiny and less than. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I put my love upon you. And so it's like, that's what they shared in their, what, like basically for their wedding. And you're going, the culture would go, well, you're saying this person isn't like this spotless, perfect person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly, <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> there is going to be a six foot eight, very handsome man with all the features, big jawline, whatever you want to say, or all those things that the, the culture would look at and say. Bald you know, head. Bald head, soon to be. I'll be there for years. Uh, <laughs> and, and the world's going to say, that's a gorgeous person, right? That man is, is handsome. Well, you can, I, I, am, I am of the persuasion that you can very much choose and not to be easy, but work at, because beauty, you know, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, that mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's something so true about that. I, I, I saw the depravity in my heart. Mm. That whole finding the, the newest dog, not cat, the, the, the dog that's, that's more beautiful. It's like, that's, it's just never going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you, I, I feel like I choose to put my love and my, I think I make myself go, my wife is the most beautiful woman in the world because I'm choosing to love. And mm-hmm. so for us to be like, she said I'm not the most handsome. Like, no, she, she can choose that. Like, that's, it's not like she's saying, mm-hmm. I don't think my husband's it. No, but it's, it's this reality of, you're always going to be tempted to say the grass is greener. Yeah. Well, you choose to love that person to mm-hmm. say, I am, I'm making you beautiful. You are so beautiful to me. Yeah. Um, that's not an insult. Yeah. Right? That's what God says to the nation of Israel in a very beautiful way. That is true love. Mm-hmm. The, the other saying, I love you because you're, you're this, that, and the other externally, that's called conditional love. Surface value. Exactly. So, anyway, back to boundaries. Sorry about that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Disruption. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate or share on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. You can also support us financially on our podcast website. The link for that is in the description below. Tune in on Mondays. We'll see you next week.